Hey Slingers, welcome back to another Solo Slinger episode. I'm going to be talking about content marketing for authors. You're not going to want to miss this, so stick around. Hey, you're looking for a jump on your own indie author career, but kind of confused about where to start? I got the place for you. Check out Draft to Digital. That's where you're going to be able to convert your manuscript, distribute it worldwide online, and get help the whole way from the best author support there is. Trust me on this one. So go check out Draft to Digital at drafttodigital.com slash wordslinger. It's the Word Slinger Podcast, where story matters. Build your brand, write your book, redefine who you are. It's all about the story here. What's yours? Now, here's the guy who invented pants optional, Kevin Tomlinson, the Word Slinger. Word Slinger. Well, I am Kevin Tomlinson, the Word Slinger, and I am uh, I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> Last night, I actually went and talked with the good folks at WriteSpace Houston, um, which is a uh, it's an organization put together to help people get into this business, basically get it, figure out how to uh, build a, a writing career, um, connecting people with professionals of, of all levels uh, in traditional publishing, self publishing, etc. So it was a it was a great event. I was glad to be there and uh, got to got to talk about sort of the basics of self-publishing it's it's amazing how much we forget we know or or i guess it's amazing how far we can get along without realizing that other people don't have that same knowledge <laughs> so uh it was fantastic if you are uh one of the folks who was there welcome to the show i don't think anybody there was a listener before i showed up so if you're listening now i had a great time chatting with you and i hope you get a lot out of this uh, podcast. This is what we call the Solo Slinger episodes. <laughs> That's newly named, freshly minted, uh, because this is where it's just me. Now, normally, um, for years, I've had a guest on just about every show, and now I do these solo episodes to kind of drill down, talk talk about <clears throat> certain. These were these used to be the afterword for each episode, uh, but the episodes were getting a little too long, so I decided to break it out into its own episode. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, spend 30 minutes or so drilling down into a concept that might be helpful to authors uh, of all stripes. Whether you're a will-be author, just waiting, you know, struggling to write your first book, uh, or you've written your book and you're just struggling to get started, or you've been around for a while and uh, maybe you need a refresher, or maybe you uh, just, there was something you missed. <laughs> Hopefully this is helpful to all of you. So what I'm talking about today is content marketing, and um, as always, whenever I talk about a topic like this, I want to make sure that I am giving you the uh, a definition to work from. And for this topic, uh, we're going to define content marketing as additional content, content beyond your books, that helps to funnel readers, uh, qualified readers, we'll throw in there, to your work, to your books. So, um thinking about this in terms of, you know, there are a lot of old standards and you're going to hear about these a lot. So like blogs, uh, that is a great form of content marketing, probably one of the best, honestly, for writers. Um, because for one, it, it utilizes a skill you already have. Um, and it's something you can control. You can put a blog on your website. Uh, you, there are a million free blogging platforms out there. If you don't have a website, for example, um, I do recommend having a website. We're just going to put that right out there. 
Uh, and that does help with the content marketing side, by the way. <laughs> but okay, so blog posts are useful because uh, you can drill down into your topic or, or general subject a little more. And that will attract people who are interested in that type of story uh, that you can then nudge over to pick up your books. So a good example of this. Let's say you're a fiction writer and let's just say you write about sparkly vampires. Okay, Now you might do a blog that is focused on things like um, you know vampire lore or uh, the supernatural or you know a variety of topics kind of in that area um, now what happens is when you write a blog and you post it on your your site uh, it helps with a little bit of a bump to what we call search engine optimization right so if you're writing about a topic regularly uh, Google and other search engines will scan those articles and when people go searching for certain things they might stumble upon a set of keywords that leads them right to your door um, or at least puts you up kind of in the uh, the better your the more robust your content <laughs> the higher up you can generally rank in Google I'm, I'm dramatically oversimplifying things like SEO for this so uh, for those of you who are experts in SEO just bear with me um, but the general gist here is that content can help make you more discoverable and uh, particularly content that, is, that resides on your website. So a blog allows you to uh, have a great deal of content that's focused on a specific topic. If you're a nonfiction author, for example, let's say that you write about medical technology um, and on your blog, you know, your books are about medical technology or about something in the medical field. So on your blog, you're writing about the things that you're discovering as you go out and do your research, as you read articles you found, YouTube videos you find, photos of, of equipment or whatever. Uh, and you're sharing all this in one like centralized hub. So you're creating content that will help other people find your site. Once they're on your site, they're, they're kind of just at the edge of what we call your marketing funnel. <laughs> you want to capture that traffic now uh, by uh, making an offer, a free offer or something to get on your mailing list. That's a whole other topic. We've kind of talked about it before. Um, but you want to get people there in the first place. And if they're just on your website, you can have little spot ads here and there or some, you know, little nudges uh, that get people to go check out your books. Uh, maybe you have a little thumbnail of your book that you include at the bottom of an article or somewhere embedded in an article that says, you know, buy my book. <laughs> it is it is acceptable for you to tell to uh, have something that pushes and sells you a little bit uh, buried in your content. As long as the content itself isn't all focused on buy my book, you're probably going to be okay. So blogs are great content. Um, what I like to do, and I've talked about this before, a, a thousand times what I like to do is repurpose content as much as possible uh, so a great way to get some blog content is to use your your newsletter <clears throat> and uh, I've talked about this but I I like to write these little essays and if you go by the way right now to writtenworld.us hypothetically I've had some glitches but it should point you directly to my new podcast the written world podcast if not it'll take you at least to the to my website and there is a written world link in the menu bar. Uh, so that's a good example of what I'm doing to create content that's reader facing, that's meant to help readers discover me and my work. And the way it breaks down is this. <clears throat> I write these essays for my emails, um, and then I take that essay and I read it and record it, 
and that is the podcast. And then, of course, I have the essay written out, so I drop it in as a blog post. So the blog post becomes the show notes of sorts for that podcast. The podcast goes out on all the various platforms. Now, I'm also going to be adding YouTube videos to this um, and other forms of content. And so this becomes part of a larger content marketing strategy. I'm a big believer in creating as much content as you can to help promote and market and sell um, your books. Uh, and this is just one of, the, one of the ways to do it. Now, content marketing, of course, encompasses those other bits. Um, your email newsletter can be a part of your content marketing strategy, as I've mentioned, right? So, you know, write content for your newsletter that you can repurpose elsewhere. Even if it's just to take a small bit of it and use it for social media pushes, you know, maybe you got a clever turn of phrase in an email and a, note, a photograph or something that you posted or, you know, uh, an image that you're using. Uh, now you can combine those in social media posts and uh, with the express idea of pointing people back to your books. So, you know, if you're using a, uh, if you've got a book page on your website or if you're using like the draft to digital reading, reading lists or something similar, um, you can take content from your newsletter and uh, repurpose it as social media posts or repurpose it as blog posts or, you know, read and record it <laughs> and use it for podcasting and, and vlogs. Uh, podcasting is another great tool for content marketing. And that kind of comes down to, um, you know, you. I'm just going to give you some advice on podcasting real quick. When I started the Wordslinger podcast, I really did have the intention of trying to draw people to my fiction. That was a mistake. <laughs> because I was great creating content that was aimed at the nonfiction market, at the author market. Now, that's fantastic because it's allowed me to uh, grow in, in immeasurable ways. But the idea that I was going to get readers off of this uh, was a pipe dream. That doesn't mean that podcasts can't work for that. What it means is you have to create content that's aimed at your specific audience. So my mistake, and the one that you can learn from, <laughs> is uh, I created content that was not aimed at my target market. It was not aimed at my ideal reader. And so, therefore... It was not drawing in new readers for my work. Um, so to remedy that, I'm creating an, I've created a new podcast that is Reader Facing, which is the Written World podcast. Now that show has content that is not my fiction itself, but is related to my fiction. So my tagline is that it's the story behind the stories. Um, the idea there is to share the research that I'm doing and the stories that I find during that research and attract people who, who like that kind of, of uh, information, who like these little tidbits of history, weird history, lost history, that sort of thing, and attract them to um, my mailing list that way. Now, that's, uh, I think that's going to work, and it's early days yet, uh, but it doesn't cost me much more energy to create that than it does to create anything else. But what I like about it is it's specific towards that audience. It's aimed at that audience. For the nonfiction side, um, you know, I've got this this show uh, and my blog blogging and other work with Draft to Digital and uh, elsewhere and the panels I'm on at conferences, etc. And so I've got content out there that's aimed at the indie author market. So I'm able to interact with that market and uh, communicate with them. And when I want to sell something to that market, I've, I've got a platform to sell from. Um, 
So podcasts can be a powerful tool, but you want to make it specific to the audience that you're trying to attract. Think of Aaron Minky and Lore. If you haven't heard of Lore, go, go check it out. L-O-R-E. Aaron Minky was a thriller author. Um, he wrote supernatural thrillers, I believe. Uh, and he started a podcast called Lore. And it was um, kind of, it was essentially, I'm, I'm kind of copying his format a little for, for Written World. But he did these highly produced episodes that were essays about a specific topic that he uncovered during his research. And at the end of each episode, he says, um, if you like this story, you might like my fiction. I write thriller novels and you can find them here. And so that was a way to funnel people from a discovery tool, some content that was helping readers discover him or potential readers to, to discover him and get them over to his website where they might buy a book. So that's, that's the goal. YouTube and vlogging uh, are similar. You can create content that is aimed at the specific audience you're trying to attract. And uh, YouTube's a fantastic tool for this. Uh, even though uh, of late they've been a little harsh on their creators, <laughs> and I'm starting to get a little bit disillusioned with uh, with YouTube in that in that regard, but they uh, they do have an open platform that can help you find a following. Um, I would advise just not trying to make a living off of YouTube and instead using it as a marketing tool. But that's just me. So um, on YouTube, you can create video content that is aimed at finding those readers. And again, getting them back to your books. Uh, and you can do this by, you know, there are several ways to do this. Um, but again, you want it to be focused, right? You want to focus on your ideal uh, reader, your, your target market. Uh, so, for example, you might do, and I'm, I'm still working out my YouTube strategy. I've gone back and forth on some things. But uh, maybe uh, you do something where you are talking about thriller novels that you enjoy. You know, maybe you're just doing a review channel. Uh, you read this book by Clive Cussler. I say thriller novels because that's what I do. But whatever your topic. Let's say you're a sci-fi writer. Uh, the latest book by, um, Cor what's his name? Corey something. Uh, <laughs> I should I should know this. But anyway, uh, John Scalzi. You know, the latest books by Orson Scott Card, whoever. Um People who are uh, movers and shakers in that industry that readers might be interested in. If you're talking about those folks, you might you stand a better chance of being discovered because people may go looking for videos about those folks in those books. They they are interested and so they go looking. So if you also tie in your content and say, you know, a little commercial break at the end of it. Hey, if you're interested in books by Orson Scott Card, I happen to write science fiction, right? And you can find it at myauthorname.com. Um, so that is a way to attract qualified leads, <laughs> qualified readers, people who are already interested in the sort of thing that you're producing and, uh, and get them, uh, hopefully funnel them over to get on a mailing list, which is your best marketing tool. Uh, other forms of content marketing, uh, you can write content for other people's websites and blogs. Um, Medium is a great tool for this. Uh, Huffington Post will often let people write on specific topics, usually not fiction. Uh, but you can, you know, if, once you kind of get a, an, an account or account access for Huffington Post, you can pretty much do what you want. Um, but Medium is uh, essentially, to me, it's about the same with uh, essentially the same reach without the gatekeepers. <laughs> Very appealing to me. Um, 
So you can actually uh, pop onto Medium and, and do that. Now, one of the things Medium will let you do is if you have a blog on your website, you can copy and paste the URL and you can import the, the content from that blog uh, with a paste in Medium. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, paste that link into Medium and it'll automatically import all the copy and all the images and everything, links and all. Uh, and then you can go through and do a quick edit, make sure everything's looking right, looking the way you want before you hit publish. Um, and then at the bottom of that article, it says, originally posted on kevintomlinson.com slash blog or whatever, uh, wherever it was found. So that's a great way to not only get a, a few more eyes on your content, but, but to lead them back to your website. And uh, you can include a little, you know, author bio at the bottom of that, <laughs> something about you, a uh, photo and a, a link to your website, a link to where your books are sold, etc. Um, so that is a way to use content and get more reach. And again, we're repurposing content there. So for those who are keeping track, by the way, so here's, this is how it's worked out for me with Medium. I write the, the uh, email, I read the email as a, as a uh, podcast, uh, I post both that email and the podcast into uh, onto my website. Um, I will be creating a video based on that. And then I link to that blog post from Medium to give it even more range. So you can see how these start to stack up. <laughs> so your content marketing strategy should stack like that. It should be like a bunch of Legos. You know, the more that you create, the better it's going to be for you. Um, the easier it's going to be to uh, to get bring in new readers who discover your work, uh, and the more you can repurpose that content, the 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 better. <laughs> so, um, so another aspect of this, by the way, is short stories. Now, some of you may know that like guys like uh, Andy Weir and uh, Hugh Howie and that sort of thing, they actually blogged their entire books on their their blogs. So that's one thing you could do. You could you could blog a book, get feedback, change the book, you know. And then at the end, you can create that book and put it on sale for 99 cents or something and let everybody who was part of the process get first crack at it and then raise the price after so long. And uh, they'll that basically will help, you know, they may be willing to support you with 99 cents, help you out. And because you make a bunch of sales, you know, the various algorithms kick in to raise, raise your rank, your sales rank, and raising your price will um, bring you more money. <laughs> so you're more discoverable on things like Amazon, etc. Uh, and then you raise your price after X number of days, and um, you're still highly ranked, and so people buy the book because they think you're, you're, it's a popular book. And they, they end up giving you more money. So just a little something to think about. <clears throat> but let's talk about short stories because you could use your blog to post short stories. And there's a couple of ways uh, to benefit from that content. One, um, before you publish it on your blog, you, you might consider sending that short story to ver the various fiction magazines in your genre to see if they'll buy the story. Um, and if they do, great. You still own that content, by the way. So when they do it, they usually give you terms. They want first North American rights or serial rights. And, uh, they, you know, they want you it to not appear elsewhere for say 90 days. Sometimes it's just 30 days. So you publish, um, with say analog 
one of my favorite uh, sci-fi magazines. Uh, you publish a short story with analog, and then say 90 days later, you put that that short story on your blog. So now you've made some money from it, gotten some sales from it. And by the way, when you publish in a magazine or anywhere, you should have a little blurb about yourself with a link back to your website, and particularly a link back to getting on your mailing list. <laughs> so readers can get on my mailing list at kevintumlinson.com slash join me, which gives them a little form to fill out, and they get a free book, a free ebook. Um, you should always have that as part of your bio. And, uh, and then you've got this short story you publish on your blog, which can help bring people into the blog. And then after you've done this a while, you should collect all those short stories into a bundled ebook, a, a, a short story collection, and a print book if you want. And so now you've repurposed content, fiction content, from you know a sale, which was money, to uh, something that can help draw readers to your website, help you interact with readers, and, uh, and then bundled into something that will uh, make you more money. <laughs> now, you could stick another step in there and, and share that short story with your mailing list as a sort of bonus for being on your list. That's always a good idea. Share the short story with your mailing list and say, this was just published in Analog. You can actually overlap those two a little, but you might want to wait and tell everybody, hey, I got a story published in Analog, and here it, you can find the magazine here right? Some people will buy it. And then after X amount of time goes by, maybe 60 days or whatever, uh, you could share that short story in the mailing list so that they get it exclusively first. And then um, 60 days after that, publish it on your blog. And then, you know, at the end of a year <laughs> of doing that, regularly uh, publish those short stories as a collection or publish the short story by itself. It doesn't have to be in a collection. You, in fact, you can publish it by itself and then publish it in a collection. <laughs> so there's lots of ways to do this. So that's the general idea. That's the idea of content marketing uh, that I wanted to hit on. And uh, there's a lot more you can do with this. But uh, I'm noticing now that I've got an event coming up in just five minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up here. This is, so this is a short episode. Uh, but I want you to, to carry away with you this idea of Start thinking about how you can leverage content you're already creating as, as widely as possible. Start thinking about the kind of content you can create that will be useful and helpful to your readers or interesting to your readers, uh, and that might help attract more readers. And of course, you should always encourage everyone on your mailing list, everyone who subscribes to you on your blog or, or on your social media or whatever, you should always encourage them to share this stuff uh, as far and wide as possible. If you post anything anywhere you post a blog post or a short story or whatever ask everybody you know to share it with as many people as possible uh, because doing that um, you know even if only 10% of the people you talk to share that stuff it can help grow your mailing list and can help grow your reach and help make you more discoverable so that is it I'm gonna go ahead and wrap us up a um, little short a little shorter than usual uh, 23 minutes versus 30 minutes, but I think we're going to be okay. Uh, if you got any questions, comments, whatever, make sure you pop over to wordslingerpodcast.com and uh, leave a comment on this episode. It's going to be episode 190. Uh, 190, content marketing for authors. And um, make sure you're sticking around uh, for a few minutes. I got a little commercial spot you're going to be interested in if you like money. 
because there's a way to get some free money. <laughs> we both get free money when you join up with their, uh, Acorns. So check that out. And uh, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this show everywhere podcasts are, are distributed. I'm going to work on getting it in more places, actually. So iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, all of those. So check that out. And uh, other than that, <laughs> hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, make sure you look for us. Uh, we've got an interview coming up at the uh, in just a couple of days. So stick around for that, episode 191. But other than that, God bless you. I'll see you all next time. Hey, how you doing on money? I know it's a touchy subject, but uh, I got something that may help you out. See, I'm using an app called Acorns. It helps me manage some investing, uh, put some money back, get a little interest. It's kind of nice to watch my money grow. So I want to share that with you. Go to kevintumlinson.com acorns and you'll get some free money. See you there. Slinger.